1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSE. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and ja on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. We have a lot of smart
0: people involved—people with football backgrounds, people with business backgrounds, all kinds of ways to look at this—and uh, we really feel good about the input we've had from everyone within our
1: organization and among our ownership to discuss this and making sure we get this right. And we're looking forward to the next round of interviews. We're going to be doing uh, uh, GM interviews here in
0: person at TCO Performance Center this week. And as we get through the GM process and head coaching process, like I said, I feel real good about the pool of candidates we've interviewed thus far, and uh, someone really strong will be coming out of this process, I'm sure.
1: And it's time for the bonus scoop on Tuesday as we do Zolgad, Darren Doogie Wilson, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, and also, of course, the Scoop podcast. Executive producer, uh, Declan Goff, that was Vikings owner Mark Wilf talking about a process yesterday that was playing out. And at that point, we, we thought that the Vikings had two candidates for their GM job they were going to talk to, and they are right now, Browns executive, Quasi Adolfo Mensa. Uh, today, which is Tuesday, Wednesday, they were scheduled to talk to Ryan Poles, who was in Chicago today, to talk to the Bears. And Doogie, it appears from all reports that Ryan Poles, though, has accepted the Bears' job. He will stay there, get that job, uh, which leaves the obvious question being, would there be anything at this point that could stop Quasi Adolfa Mensah from becoming the next GM of the Minnesota Vikings? Hi Judd. Heck of a
0: get by Vikings Entertainment Network to track down Mark Wilf. Hi Declan as well. Tough. I can't confirm. I mean, it's not like I need to confirm Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Tom Pellicero, but I can tell you somebody close to Ryan Poles has confirmed to me that Ryan Poles is the new Bears general manager. By the way, an interesting connection there to Chicago. Ryan Poles' agent, Trace Armstrong. Lengthy mm. history with the Bears. In fact, at one point, Six to eight weeks ago, his name emerged as a potential candidate for the Bears GM job. He's not the Bears GM, but his client is. So Ryan Poles will not be here in Minnesota on Wednesday. What changed? Judd, something seemingly changed. Mark Wilf, he used the word interviews, plural. Mm -hmm. That plan, when he recorded with Gabe Henderson of the Vikings Entertainment Network on Monday afternoon. Mm -hmm. The plan then was for both Adolfo Mensa and Poles to be here in Minnesota over the next 48 hours. So what exactly changed? Did the Vikings lose their guy because their guy, Ryan Poles, went to Chicago first? Here's my understanding. If you had taken a poll, no pun intended, if you had taken a poll of those close to Ryan Poles, multiple people, Back on, let's say, two weeks ago today, Tuesday, January 11th. If you had taken a poll then, they would have had the Vikings as the number one job, excluding the Raiders. Of the three jobs open at that point, the GM jobs, Vikings, Bears, Giants, they would have had Vikings number one. Not sure if Bears or Giants would have been number two. I am also told that Ryan Poles, when he went to visit the Giants out east, came away thoroughly impressed that while heading into the process, maybe the Giants weren't near the top, that if the Giants had offered him the job, he would have said yes, that he was that impressed with Giants' ownership. So is it possible as polls flew into Chicago Monday night, you know, was he impressed Monday night into Tuesday morning? The news broke Tuesday around, what, 12, 12.30, give or take, 20, 30 minutes. So everything ramped up Monday night into Tuesday morning. But what I am still trying to unearth, because, Judd, there was legitimate steam over the weekend that Ryan Poles was the betting favorite. I said as such on Channel 5, I know Jason Lock and Flora of CBS Sports had that steam. A former colleague of ours, Matthew Collar, of Purple Insider, had that steam. We didn't all make that up. That steam was legit. So there's more to unearth. Something happened. I also have a hard time believing, Judd, it was a consensus in Egan that Adolfo Mensa is the guy. With Andrew Miller, yes, I'm convinced of that. We've talked about the influence Andrew Miller, Viking CEO, would have on this process going back weeks. I am not convinced up and down football operations, those who had their fingerprints on this hire all agreed Let's hire Adolfo Mensa. That being said, there's a lot to like about Adolfo Mensa. But I'm telling you, Judd, that poll steam, there was legitimacy there. That is the angle we need to now unearth. We're still wondering what the heck happened with Rick Spielman when he showed up on Monday morning, January 10th, mm-hmm. fully expecting to retain some sort of title. Mm-hmm. Yet at 7.30 in the morning, he is told he is fired. He thought he was walking into that meeting with the Wilfs. To find out they wanted to fire Mike Zimmer, not him. I'm still working on that angle, but now the newest angle I am working on unearthing is something happened on the Ryan Poles front. I want
1: to find out what. It has been mentioned that there might have been, and I don't know the time frame exactly of this doogie, but there might have been some type of preliminary discussion at least between... Ah, uh, the polls camp, and I'm sure led by the guy that you just talked about, Trace Armstrong and a potential contract, and that the Vikings might have come in low on the initial offer. Um, here's where that makes sense. The Vikings have to write two huge checks and pay off not not just Spielman, but especially Zimmer, who I believe was approximately, according to you, around eight million dollars per season, correct? So I do wonder if Ryan Poles at one point in time had the Vikings at the top of his list and vice versa, but if for financial purposes, that might have changed.
0: That makes logical sense. I will work on that specific angle, Judd. What I will tell you and tell the audience that yes, I feel very strongly when I suggest that Ryan Poles had a ton of interest, more so in this job than those other jobs, that he ends up with one of those other jobs.
1: Talk to me about the the positives and the people that you've talked to about quasi Adolfa Mensah, who definitely brings a different background, probably far, far more like Derek Falvey's background than Rick Spielman's. um, And your understanding of what he's going to bring to a job in the same title as Rick Spielman, but probably operationally a very different type of approach.
0: Here's another parallel. Wolves boss, Sachin Gupta. Look at Sachin Gupta's background. There are similarities. Adolfo Mensa. I will tell you this much. I texted with somebody that has worked with Adolfo Mensa over the last handful of years. Somebody that knows him incredibly well. Now, I get it if skeptics are out there, Judd, saying, well, of course somebody who knows him was going to say good things. Let me add, though, the reason I will read this text message is this person got back to me In about 45 seconds today. Okay, so the fact that this person got back to me so fast, didn't process, okay, I better say some nice things, even if I don't believe that. Like this person, snap of the fingers got back to me. It leads me to believe that this person is being genuine with their words about Adolfo Mensa. Here is that text message from this person. I also tweeted it, by the way, if anybody wants to read a D. Wolfson KSTP. This is this person talking about Presumed new Vikings general manager, presuming the negotiations go okay. Questi Adolfo Mensa. I don't know if I'm saying the name properly. I've been seeking out proper pronunciation. Questi, I think it's Questi Adolfo Mensa. One thing I do know 100% Judd is he is 40 years old. There are stories, specifically from Brown's media, saying he is 32 or 33. That is inaccurate. He is 40 years old. Okay. Here is that text message from somebody who knows Adolfo Mensa really, really well. They have worked together. A brilliant, well-rounded leader with a great sense of humor and fantastic people skills. He's a natural ready for it collaborator that will build a culture of ready for it inclusivity and bring out the best in every perspective in terms of decision making. The organization will be in great hands if he is the higher. One other thing I'll add, Judd, whenever the news conference takes place, as soon as tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, I can promise you that Mark Wilf will spin this, that the Vikings got their guy. Whether they truly did get their guy, we need to unearth a little bit more on that.
1: I give you credit because you, you going back, Duges, uh, to really the beginning of the search said that that there is no question that among the group of seven we know to be in that room, Andrew Miller had a huge say, which I didn't doubt, but I think it's backed up by this and and people think I can't stand the guy. I don't know him. I've just heard some things behind the scenes that aren't super flattering. Um but he's a business guy and business guys have different approaches than sports guys. But where I give you credit where I think this where your reporting proves to be absolutely accurate is this one. Quasi-Adolfo mentz is a much more of a baseball hire than than a football one. Now, now, football is trending in this direction. Cleveland actually tried this about five, six years back, but it's definitely not there there yet. Miller comes from the Toronto Blue Jays, where he definitely worked in a baseball department that relied on what? Analytics, statistics, and all of that. So I think that, that your reporting has proven out to be 100% accurate in the sense that I got to think, Andrew had a very, very big say in trying to to tell his bosses why he thinks that this is the right type of guy, as opposed to more of a football scouting background type like Rick was.
0: I am sure that Andrew Miller has his guy. That Andrew Miller is incredibly happy right this second. What I'm working on is the football operations people. Do they feel exactly the same way? And I think these things can be true. That at least some of the football operations people said, hey, Ryan Poles should be our guy, but that we also like Adofa Mensah. That, you know, I mean, you can talk to Kevin Stefanski. You can talk to some others in Cleveland. You can talk to people he's worked under and with with the 49ers. There's a lot of good there. The guy's background is uber impressive like former walk on basketball player at Princeton, you know, commodities trader. Like, I'm fascinated to hear why he even went the football route. Like, if you look at his portfolio, his business background, 2011, 2012, what the heck convinced him to go work for the 49ers? Like, he was well on his way to being some big company CEO, Mm -hmm. making millions upon millions of dollars, having semi-normal working hours. What convinced him to go the sports route, even though he was a collegiate athlete still? Like, that to me is going to be interesting to hear. Him explain that. But, yeah, Andrew Miller surely has his guy. I am thoroughly convinced of that. But I just – I still think when you have, okay, Andrew Miller, Jamal Stevenson, Ryan Munnins, Rob Brzezinski, Ann Deppner, Mark Wilf, Ziggy Wilf, maybe more, but certainly all those individuals, part of these Zoom interviews, how the heck could you come to a consensus? Like, I just – I don't know how everybody would agree walking out of there, you know, or off the computer screen that, hey, Adolfo Mensa is our guy. Let's make sure he doesn't leave Egan on Tuesday. Who cares about the Ryan Poles interview?
1: You know, I don't believe that. I, I
0: don't believe this. that, right? right? Like, and there's all sorts of different things we're hearing about, different coaching candidates, right? Some Todd steam late last week. I've heard some stuff about Kevin O'Connell, but – What exactly does that mean coming off Zoom conversations, right? But, like, I just – I have a hard time believing, right? And I just – however the Vikings want to spin this, the idea wasn't just to bring one candidate to town. That face-to-face meetings matter. So there's something that was disconnected there. This was not the plan. They can sell Adolfo Mensa. I think just based on resume, he is well-deserving. That's fine. There are always going to be question marks when somebody hasn't been a GM that all of a sudden elevates to GM. So those questions were going to be in place regardless of who they hired from the original pool of, of eight candidates. But I'm just telling you, the plan was never only to have one candidate come here to Egan.
1: And now there there are going to – once this is done, um, there's going to be real questions, Dukes, as well about, I think, how your football operations department is going to be structured uh, going beyond the coach. Like, w- would you bring in a veteran football executive to help out here? Because – Adolfa Mensa sounds incredibly smart, but you don't know what you don't know. And and there, I'm sure, are going to be intricate football-y football things that, that are going to take him some time in this new job to learn. So so like this has been because, you know, the structure of this department has been Rick is the football guy and he's the GM, but he's the old time scout and knows exactly and so he had structured football ops in a way that made him comfortable. Well, that's gonna change now. And, and so from that standpoint, would you bring in a veteran executive on like a, a consultant contract to help out? And then the other question is, do you want Adolfa Mensa to possibly help pick a young coach? Or, or since we're going with an inexperienced GM, is the preference to do what I think Chicago is going to, uh, to do, which is probably to try and reach an agreement with a veteran coach who can aid the GM in his transition? Like there's a lot of different question marks now Uh, That get raised with a move that puts a very smart guy, but but new in this job, into that chair.
0: Yeah, lots to unpack there. Now, I am told Munnins, Stevenson, Brzezinski all want to be back. I look for all of them to be back, but yeah, do roles change a little bit? I have a hard time believing Jamal Stevenson's role and Rob Brzezinski's role is going to change, but maybe Ryan Munnins' role changes to some extent. Do they look at bringing in one of the two Eagles executives that interviewed? Judd, I can tell you, Adolfo Mensa is very close with Andrew Barry, Cleveland Brown's general manager. All right? Andrew Barry came from Philadelphia. So there is a connection to Brandon Brown, to Catherine Roche. Could they potentially look at bringing in one of those two from Philadelphia? Neither is number two in the Eagles front office. I don't know if Brown is number three, Roche number four, or if Roche is number three, Brown is number four, but Howie Roseman, number one, and there's another guy that's the number two in Philly, even though he hasn't gotten any of these interviews. Then it's Brown and Roche. So you could sell Brown or Roche coming here in in Minnesota as being the number two in the front office. That would be a promotion. So that's something I will keep an eye on. There are the obvious connections coaching-wise. Yeah. Mensa, his time from San Francisco with Damico Ryans, but also with Kevin O'Connell, Rams offensive coordinator. He was on the 49ers staff in 2016. Then there is Jim Harbaugh, the one reporter who is closer to Harbaugh than anyone. Last name is Bacon. He tweeted on Monday.
1: This I don't
0: sleep, I'm paraphrasing slightly, but yes. don't sleep on the Vikings. As a Jim Harbaugh possibility, yes,
1: and Jim Harbaugh would be. You could make a case the splash that Adolfo Mensa won't be. So, like it, it's. I don't know if it would work, but it's an interesting thought. And I saw that same tweet, and at the time I saw it, I just sort of dismissed it as, "Well, what does this mean?" Uh, but I thought at that point in time, Polls was going to get the job. Adolfo Mensa. Coming from a background of a place where he worked with Jim Harbaugh, who I think had a much bigger falling out with former GM Trent Baalke, correct? So, like Harbaugh's relationships beyond Balky with San Francisco, for all I know, might be fine. It's just a very interesting name now. I'll I'll say that it's a it's intriguing.
0: It is now he's once again beloved in Ann Arbor, right? Taking Michigan to the to the playoff. But remember, entering this past season, yep. he had to take a pay cut. Yep. It seemed like his job was on the line. So he might say, you know what? Give the you know middle finger, not the literal middle finger, but give the middle finger to Michigan administration. And at 58 years old, 57 years old, it's probably now or never for Jim Harbaugh to return to the NFL. Now, I suppose maybe he could wait one more year, but like I don't think he's coming back to the NFL at 61 or yeah. 62. So at 58, I think it's now or never. Now, am I like convinced right this second Jim Harbaugh is going to be the next Vikings coach? No, I need to I need to do some more work on that. I think I'll actually do a little bit more work in the short term on Ryan's on O'Connell. Although, I'll tell you this much, Judd, somebody close to one of these GM candidates told me that the GM candidate had done a bunch of homework on Okay, because who they want as as a head coach, it came up in the Zoom interviews. Okay, so all these candidates did their research on on coaches. That it's not an automatic that you hire somebody that you have a connection to. Like this person told me, hey, look at Detroit. Quinn brings in his guy Patricia. Now, we can debate whether it was fair or not that both lost their jobs, but both out of jobs within five years. Mm -hmm. It's not an automatic that you want to hire somebody that you have a connection to. You also know where the skeletons are buried. You know the negatives in that regard. But that being said, I'm telling you, I am going to do a lot of work in the next 24 hours on D'Amico Ryans and on Kevin O'Connell.
1: I guess my question off of that would would be is, would the Wills want to bring in a first-time GM and a first-time coach? And I don't know on on that, but there seems like there, there might be some concern then about just a general inexperience in two key jobs. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's no proof
0: going back to 2005 that the Wilfs are willing to hit any sort of reset button. I can make a case that maybe they should, that you trade Kirk Cousins, that you cut Michael Pierce, you make some other pretty tough decisions on some veterans, that you become cap-compliant, take your lumps in 2022, have a high draft pick one year from now when Bryce Young of Alabama, C.J. Stroud of Ohio State, two upper echelon quarterbacks, will be draft eligible, that if Young or Stroud were in this draft, they easily would trump any of these quarterback prospects, the kid from Mississippi, the kid from Pittsburgh, the kid from Liberty, and it would not be close. So maybe the Vikings should take a step backwards in 2022 because moving forward, they could take multiple steps forward. But I just there's no proof that the Wilfs are willing to do that. Heck, we wonder about Green Bay. Is this it for Aaron Rodgers? Is this it for Devontae Adams? that the NFC North could be wide open, that the Wilfs might say, you know what, let's run this thing back. That talent hasn't been the issue. The issue has been coaching. Yeah, we made the call because Spielman and Zimmer tied at the hip, maybe some other things with Spielman, you know, maybe bypassing Mac Jones, a couple other things. But that the talent is in place, that just with a little bit of coaching tweakness, that this team can get back to double-digit wins that this franchise can return to the postseason as soon as next January. I mean, that's just, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if that's the way the Wilfs are thinking. I'm just telling you, though, you could easily sell me on hitting the reset button, then making a run starting in 2023.
1: Great stuff, Doogie. Thank you, and we'll talk to you on Thursday with Phil on the on, uh, Mackie and Judd Reckless Speculation Thursday. Always fun. I love it. See you, boys. Bye-bye.